Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. How sweet. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at redrivertoyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. I needed someone to understand my ups and downs. There you Jeff Calkins is columnist of the Daily Memphian, also host of the Jeff Calkins Show, 9 to 11, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. He's on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff, we have uh, we've officially reached a boiling point for the city for a lot of people talking about it. There's a lot of uh, – it's contentious on both sides when it comes to Tigers versus uh, Grizzlies and stadium renovations. This has not been fun for me to watch the past 24 hours. Well, it was weird because, like, honestly – the first, I I was doing something else. I was working on something else yesterday. I forgot what it was. And so maybe I was just in mourning for my bills. So when you asked me about uh, Laird Veach's comments and all of that, I honestly hadn't even, like, there is actually, just to be clear, nothing new here. Right. Right? Like, there is nothing new here. <laughs> Two months ago or three months ago, Sam Hardiman reported that, hey, this could get dicey. There may not be enough money to go around, right? And so then, whatever it was, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, uh, the university president and then Laird Beach both said, hey, we'd like our money. We'd like to proceed with our share of the money. And so literally, here we are, the Navy game. You know, it's a pretty big game yeah. and everything else. And all of a sudden, it's Laird Beach just said – now, he reiterated, he doubled down, he just said what he said last time, which is, it is time to provide the money that we are going to get, it's a moment of truth, etc. And all of a sudden, everyone just started yelling at each other. Now, <laughs> the, 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 with, with all due respect, it's the, it's the old, like, uh, when you're a kid, like, who started it? Mom, he started it. Can we blame Brad? Can we blame Brad? No, no. I mean, I hate to say this. It's Laird <laughs> Beach who started it. Like, Laird Beach who said now, you know, if, that, if they had not said what they said, and again, I don't begrudge them for advocating for their money, right, at all. Yeah. Like, that's their job. Laird Beach should be advocating for the money, um, and uh, uh, Bill Hardgrave should be advocating for the money, and, and not only that, they're entitled. The bill didn't just say the Grizzlies get money. It said the stadiums get money. And yeah. so I don't necessarily begrudge them for doing it, but, like, that's why we're talking about it this week, right, is because, um, is because Laird Veach brought it up again at Ryan Silverfield's uh, coach's show. And um, so here we are. And – at one at one level, he one of the things that Laird Veach said was that it shouldn't be either or. 
so, so philosophically, I think we all hate this. Like literally everybody who is fighting about this today, or nearly everybody, has a warm spot in their heart for the Grizzlies and the Tigers. Mm-hmm. I, I know I do, right? I, I'm, I really want success for both the Grizzlies and the Tigers. And so we hate that it's either or. There is a part of the that this was that was that was inevitable when there if there isn't enough money and they're fighting over a pot of money, no matter who it is, the money is going to either go here or there. It's either or. The funny thing though, the part that I found a little odd about Laird Veach saying it shouldn't be either or is he then said um it should be both. Right. It's very clear they want to go ahead with an agreement, even if it isn't both, right? Like they want to head, even if you don't have an agreement that satisfies the Grizzlies, they want their money. Well, that's not either or. <laughs> like that, right. that, that, I mean, that's, that's not both. That's not, let's, not, let's not hold off until both. And what we've seen from Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. with Oklahoma City saying that they're going to pay $850 million to keep the Thunder in town, that that $350 million pot of money that's supposed to be divided amongst the Grizzlies and the Tigers, it looks a little paltry, you yep. know, when you, when you compare it. So that's why we're in the predicament we're in. I do think that 10 years from now or five years from now, the odds are that both of these things will get done. <laughs> it could be all for naught. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, this is just the labor pains that you go through right. and, and uh, and so I think the odds are that it could both the the, the 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 problem is is that there is some chance small chance that they both don't don't get done and that's what terrifies people and I think appropriately. Um, with the with the Oklahoma City thing, I understand that it's nine hundred million dollars. Fifty million may come from the ownership group. And mm-hmm. what's your sense on Robert Perry? We know he's one of the richest owners in the NBA. What's your sense on him putting any type of money into the renovations at FedEx Forum? It doesn't seem like they want to stop for anything. Would he? Do you think that there is a distinct chance that he may put up a little bit of money? I'm not talking about all of the money like some of some Tiger fans are saying he should because he's so rich. But do you think he'd be willing to throw $50 million at the at the at the deal to try to get the renovations done at FedEx Forum? I, what I have always imagined is that, is that the argument on their behalf would be, hey, this team is worth whatever, $800 million, a billion dollars in Memphis. It would be worth $3 billion in Seattle. Furthermore, we lose money every, time, every year. We have the whatever, the third lowest ticket revenues or whatever else uh-huh. in the league. And so we, this is what I believe their, their position would be. They, they, they don't, again, the Grizzlies haven't said anything. So um, we give billions of dollars every year by remaining in Memphis, and we think that is enough of a contribution. Right. That is what I suspect they believe. And I think, that's a, fair, I think that's a pretty fair sentiment. They too. also, and they would, I think they would also point out that it's not just Para. It's, I don't care about whoever. It's, it's Pitt Hyde. It's whoever else the owners are. Everyone's going to be paying their share of this. It's not just Para who would be paying their share. Right. I, of course, would prefer it if Robert Para built the whole thing, which he could, <laughs> yes. snapping his fingers, like, and, and barely noticed the money was missing. That, 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 is, that is true. Right. And, and he has, a, like, people will say, well, why doesn't the University of Memphis build it? Well, 
the truth of the matter is, if we're being honest about it, the University of Memphis doesn't have the capacity to raise that money, right? It's not that they're being cheap. For good or for ill, they don't have the capacity to raise that money. Robert Taylor does have the capacity, so he could. But I think the Oklahoma thing, thing is instructive. Like, is here's Robert Perra sitting there saying, I got this team in Memphis that could be in a big-ass market. And not only that, I'm trying to compete with, like, Oklahoma City, and they're coming up with $850 million. Okay, fine. I, I, like, will I come up with $50 million if they come up with 850 Or let's, let's say, let's say the, the city of Memphis comes up, I don't know what percentage of, let's say the city of Memphis comes up with $500 million for the Grizzlies. Would he come up with, uh, you know, what is eight fifty to five hundred million? Is fifty to what? Would he come up? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be. I would not rule that out. I, I think if what you're doing is saying the way out of this is for the Grizzlies ownership group to pitch in, I philosophically think that would be great. I think practically, if that's your solution. You should either come up with a different solution or get used to the Seattle Grizzlies. Oh, That's what I golly. think. Golly, yeah, no, I, I don't like. What do you so, think? I of- mean, but yeah, fifty million or whatever for the thirty-five. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't rule that out. It is funny though. Like, even in the in the Oklahoma City situation, next to eight fifty, fifty seems kind of symbolic, doesn't it? Like, yeah. it's not, it's not two hundred <laughs> of the eight fifty. Yeah, right. It's not that much of a pitch in. Yeah. It's fifty to drop in the bucket. So yeah, is uh, is uh, a four fifty twenty five of the if if it was a four hundred fifty million dollar project, could I imagine that they would come up with twenty five? Sure, absolutely. I don't think that's that percentage of of contribution is what's going to keep the Grizzlies from being here. I think, but it, it just goes to show that if that this pot of and this is my whole point, I just want a solution that encompasses both problems yeah. that we're faced with. There is a problem and I think that's still the, on the table, though, and I think a lot of people have immediately I ruled that it, out. No, I think it's still on the table, but here's the thing. And I think this is a choice that's facing Jim Strickland. Now, Jim Strickland did the hard work of getting the money. Let's be clear here. You know, like he did important lobbying. He laid the groundwork. Yes, Nashville got money, but he made sure that Memphis got money, too. And, um, and that's significant and he deserves credit for that i actually would think he would be it would be great if he could claim credit for you know keeping the grizzlies in town for the next 30 years the problem is though if you're jim strickland and you look at it and you say oh god this grizzlies thing's really complicated we got to come up with a 30-year lease here they want a lot more than we're proposing to give them i can't get this done on my watch like it's we've reached an impasse but i can peel off 200, 150, 175, whatever it is, million, and get this other thing done. Mm -hmm. I can at least have a press conference where I say, I got this other thing done, and then I'll let the next mayor figure out the Grizzlies thing. I think that would be very tempting for the mayor, right? Mm -hmm. The problem with that is, is that once you spend that money over here, to, on, on the Liberty Bowl, you can't spend it again, that's how money works, yeah. to retain the Grizzlies. And so you are, in a way, handicapping your successor's effort to keep the Grizzlies in town. And so then, in a way, if they were to ever leave, 
I mean, the idea, if the Grizzlies would ever leave and you had this pot of money from the state and you didn't use it to secure the Grizzlies, what kind of legacy is that? Right. So I think it would be, I think, I think the best solution here would be hopefully talks continue and they're not going to come up with a whole new lease for the Grizzlies by the time I'd be stunned by the time the mayor left. But let's say you had a financing agreement in principle, right? If he could say, we have everything done for the Liberty Bowl, and we have this agreement for the, in principle to keep the, the Tigers, the Grizzlies here, there would be much rejoicing. Yeah. Failing that, I honestly think the most honorable thing for the, the, the most constructive thing for the mayor to do would be to say, I got this pot of money. There's a new mayor, uh, I, and I'm going to trust the new mayor and the new administration to use it to keep to to reach agreements with both these to make them both happy. Um, and then the University of Memphis would not like that. Like that would yeah. make them unhappy because they say this is the moment of truth. And to that, I would argue, is it the moment of truth just because you're saying it's the moment of truth? Like with all due respect. Like, what is so special about this moment of truth as opposed to any moment in the last 30 years when you didn't build a stadium for yourself? Yeah. Like, 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 what is – is there even some magical opportunity out there right now? Is there some conference that like, – And you, you know what they'd argue. It's, it's power conferences and realignment, yeah, but there's but no guarantee. There's, right now, so what, it feels is, like you this, have missed the boat and you don't know what the next uh, form honestly, of realignment – this seems like much more less of a moment of truth than a year ago or two years ago or Agreed. three years ago or I think four that's years fair. ago or five years ago. Like, why is this the moment of truth other than they say this is the moment of truth? Did the moment, honestly, the moment of truth may have been 12 years ago or maybe in 2002 or it may have been. But this is not, with all due respect, this is not actually a particular. It would be better to get it done. There's no question. But it's not a moment of truth. There's nothing truthy about this moment at all. Yeah. It's just a moment when they'd like to get it done because the money's there. And by the way, if you get your money first, then you're sure of getting your money, even if it means the good's moving. I mean, yeah. I hate to say it. Like, that's, that's why it's a moment of truth. It's a moment of truth because there's a pot of money now. Like, mm-hmm. That's why. And there, there never was a pot of money before. But there have been so many moments of truth for that university that they have not taken advantage of or not recognized as moments of truth that all of a sudden you're supposed to risk losing the Grizzlies because the Tigers declared this to be the moment of truth? Mm-hmm. That seems crazy to me. Yeah. I, I hope this is all for naught because I hope we can sort of figure this out and everybody can get a pot of money and we can, you know, there's more on the table. I don't know what that looks like, but I hope this all gets done and we don't have to be all contentious back and forth. But one of the things that I've seen a lot uh, from Tiger fans, from longtime Tiger football fans, is that they're tired of, of the city and all these funds and everybody bending over backwards for the Grizzlies and the Tigers and the Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium, the Liberty Bowl at, at large, uh, being on the back burner constantly. You've been here longer than me. Like, How do you feel about that sentiment ultimately? Because I've seen that a lot. I've seen that a bunch. I think Tiger football fans feel appropriately aggrieved, ignored, overlooked, spat upon by by all sorts of entities, right? Like um, by the Power Five, right. by, by Tiger Basketball, by like, I honestly, and, 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 and it's been tough to be a Tiger football fan. And so I have incredible regard for Tiger football fans and what they've been through and their loyalty and their sense of we've been aggrieved. But I don't think it's the city that's aggrieved them, honestly. Like the city... You know who's aggrieved them? 
the university has aggrieved them. The university, UCF, recognized their fo- the importance of football and built a stadium. Uh, uh, SMU recognized the importance of football and built a stadium. Houston recognized the importance of football and built a stadium. The University of Memphis has sat there while the city built Tiger Lane, the city did the new locker rooms. What the hell has the University of Memphis ever done for Memphis football? With all due respect, mm-hmm. if, they've been, if they're aggrieved by someone, it is by their own university. And I do acknowledge that. I think that's true. I think that's the original sin, is that, is that the football program was not taken seriously by the university, and so those folks are right to be aggrieved. But I don't think, like, if you could look at the city of Houston and say, why don't they do, you know, what, if only the city of Memphis would do for uh, the Tigers what the city of Houston has done for the Cougars. Well, the city of Houston didn't do it for the Cougars. The Cougars did it for the Cougars. And Mm -hmm. so Memphis has been actually had a pretty damn sweet deal. They play in two stadiums, neither of which they had to build. Now, Old-timers will tell you, and this, this was a legend even before I got here, and I agree that this is, this is they got screwed this way, that, that there was once a pot of money for an on-campus basketball stadium. Mm-hmm. And because of political pressure, the University of Memphis was forced to give that money and use that money to help build the pyramid. Right. Otherwise, there would be an on-campus stadium, et cetera. And so it's not that they've never built their own arenas. Uh, they had money that they would have been used to build an arena, and they were extorted by the, by the city to pour that money into a public arena. The problem is, is that when you play in public arenas, you don't control your own destiny. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like even if you do get $200 million to redo this, this football stadium. And I hope that happens for them. And the Grizzlies are happy and everybody, it's still too damn big for you. You know, it's not like it's, you are beholden to other folks and the way to not be beholden to other folks is to build your own place. And they've never had the ambition or wherewithal or whatever else to do that. And so then they're beholden to other folks. And so then at this moment, like today, when they want the money, they just stamp their feet and say, "We want yeah. the money." Yep. But, but, but there's a like if you go get your own money, <laughs> then then you don't have to stamp your feet and ask for the public money. That's mm-hmm. you know that's and by the way, you can also say that's true of the Grizzlies. Why why do the Grizzlies get public money? And that that just comes down to the reality because the Grizzlies can leave. You know yes. that's why it's different. Um, so so I do think and. Here's the other thing. I think the bitterness on the part of a lot of these folks going back and forth on social media is crazy. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's ugly and unfortunate. You know, I, it doesn't I, change. I, it's not going to change much in the grand scheme of things. It's not going to change anything or whatever else. And it, well, why trade bad feelings toward the Grizzlies and why create bad feelings for, for, towards the Tigers? The Tigers have been an important, have been the most important sports entity in this city for decades and decades and decades until the Grizzlies arrived. And now the Grizzlies are incredibly important. And both those things can be true. They can both be really important entities in this city. And I, I sort of have disengaged from the social media of the fan bases yeah. or whatever. But the truth is there's a lot of overlap in the fan bases. I, yeah. I just don't find that to be particularly productive. Um, and I think in the end, if both things get done, 
we'll look back and just see, oh, you know, it's like it's like a fight with a with a spouse. You're like, oh, I forget those words I said in the heat of the moment. <laughs> right. You know, when everything, and hopefully that's how it, hopefully Agreed. that's how it plays out. Now you talk with Sam Hardiman today. I just need a little clarification before we move off of this. If let's say it got agreed to how they were going to split up the money in the next week, next month, how what would the steps forward then be? I heard something about a six week period where they would so have to decide Sam something. Said was what Sam said was because I asked this. I said, and this is why Sam's so good is that call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Um, I, I said, why like now? Like, what, why this week? You know, what's the significance? We understand they want to get the financing in place so when the season's over, they can start construction. I, I get that. What's important about now? And what Sam said was, if they were simply, if funding the, the stadium was simply the, to, to take whatever share of that $350 million and give it to the University of Memphis, they could do that in one meeting of the city council right. or the mayor or whatever else, right? They could just do that. But if there's another funding stream, if there's some other funding stream that we don't know what it is right now, some other, you know, some other tax rebate, some blah, 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 whatever. I don't know what it would be. Some other funding stream. That requires three readings is what he's, is, is, okay. is the term of art. And that is every other week. And so that is a six-week period. And so he says, if there are other funding streams involved, and, and to me, he's sort of implying that there, there are, there must be, otherwise that, that, account, that would account for the urgency, then that then creates a October, maybe a late October is the, is the time when you've got to get started on this. So it doesn't mean it has to happen this week, but you can't be waiting to December to divide up the money if there's some other financing streams that are going to go into it. Okay. Talking with Jeff Calkins, last thing for you, Jeff, the NBA board of governors passed tougher resting policy for, uh, for star players, fine system for teams. It would begin with a hundred thousand for first offenses, 250 for second offenses and a million more than the previous penalty for each additional fine or rest. Um, I, I, I like the effort they try to make to make the regular season more enticing for, for TV ratings to go up. They did the 65-game minimum, so we see players play more. But I, what, do you, what do you think ultimately? Like, is, this, is this enough? Is this enough for them to no. sort of solve their problems? <laughs> no, no, because in the end, in the end, you can't in the end question. Like, if someone says they have a sore yeah, you calf, right? <laughs> 
Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like in the end, exactly. you can't, I'm with you. No, you can't, you can't rest two stars at the same time. But in the end, if a guy, ah, my back hurts, like what are you, there's, there's no way around that. Now, will it nudge teams in the right direction of being more mindful of not sitting two stars out on a national TV? Yeah, sure. I think it will nudge teams, but I think it's pretty clear that the age of, uh, of, of, uh, resting is upon us and that, and, and I kind of appropriately, I think athletes and teams both understand that what's really important here is to keep people healthy. And the real answer would be to cut back on the schedule, but nobody wants to cut back on the schedule. Not even the players want to cut back on the schedule because yep. I mean less money for them because they only, you know, they get a percentage share of the, of the NBA revenues. And so, um, so no, could it nudge us a little bit in the right direction yeah. and teams be a little more in my, sure. But in the end, as long as you can say, oh gosh, my back hurts, I don't see how it, how it fixes it. Yes. Do you? I, no, I like the effort. I just don't think the application will equal the effort. I don't think you can apply right. it how you think you can, like how it, how it sounds you're going to be able to apply it. Even if you have, they have, they have the league office investigating, even if you have independent medical reviews, you're not going to be able to tell me that Steph right. Curry didn't have a calf issue that night. You're just not. Exactly. So that's that's a big issue. But, I, again, I think I appreciate the effort. I think that's sort of the sentiment oh, I yeah. have. That's fine. Yeah, for sure. Well, Jeff, appreciate it. We'll do it again tomorrow. Sure, again. Yes, sir. That's Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on X. Daily Memphian columnist. Follow all of his work there, dailymemphian.com, and follow all of his radio work, 92.9 FM, 9 to 11, with the Jeff Calkins Show. Now, Oxbow's a family-owned and operated retail store that's been making waves in East Memphis for over a decade. They sit conveniently. Right off of Poplar on June Road behind the Amico Station, 964 June Road, two-story storefront. The, the people in there, the staff, they're friendly, they're kind, they take care of you. They have so many different things. But I want to point you in the direction of Memphis Tigers gear. They're back on Tiger Lane this Thursday. Coming up tomorrow at 630, we'll have Tigers versus Navy. Make sure, if you're a man out there, this is the best men's store in Memphis. I'm, I'm not exaggerating even remotely here. Check out the exclusive Memphis State Pouncer Polo Collection at Oxbow. You can get that uh, any day now, and you can wear it at Tiger Lane. You will be the, the one who has the nicest polo on Tiger Lane. That Memphis State uh, Pouncer Polo Collection is beautiful. You also have, uh, if you're an Ole Miss, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Alabama, Auburn fan, they have game day apparel there for you, whether it's free fly, uh, uh, you have the uh, um, Duckhead, Mizzen, and Maine. There's a bunch of different... Uh, brands that they definitely don. Um, I, I have absolutely latched onto the Genteel apparel, but again, 964 June Road is where you can find them off Poplar on June Road behind the Amico Station. Also, want to point you in the direction of Cooper Young Festival coming up this weekend. They have a pop up booth for Oxbow at Cooper Young Festival near the main stage. They will be raffling off Tiger basketball tickets, and they also have some great gifts with purchase promotions lined up. So make sure you go to Cooper Young Festival and check out. That, uh, that Oxbow booth as well. Again, 964 June Road's where you can find the in-person store. And then also what I try to do for you is point you in the direction of the online store, shopoxbow.com, where when you go to check out, I can give you 20% off. It's that simple. You can go to check out shopoxbow.com. You can get all that stuff sent anywhere in the United States of America. In that promo code section, when you go to check out, type in The Gabe Show, all caps, one word, no spaces, The Gabe Show. You'll get 20% off your order at shopoxbow.com. But shop local. Shop Oxbow. It's always time on this show to talk NFL. So next, we're going to go ahead and get to our trip around the National Football League right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. 
guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back rolling on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. And every single day at 5.30, we take you around the National Football League, brought to you by Longshot. The New York Jets. Robert Sala says that he would be shocked, absolutely shocked, if Aaron Rodgers retired after, you know, what he did with the Green Bay Packers last season, one of his worst years statistically since he's been playing in the NFL, and also after this Achilles injury. He also said that they don't feel a sense of urgency to add another quarterback. They think this is Zach Wilson's team, and he's going to run it for 16 more weeks. I think that's a little foolhardy, but at the same time, I I don't know who there is out there to add, so I kind of understand it. Uh, Zach Wilson at least has been around the facility, understands what Nathaniel Hackett wants from him, and maybe he could lead to some wins with that defense playing at a high level, as we saw against the Bills. But I feel like this Jets team can't punt on a season. You win and get this Aaron Rodgers move to get yourself a Super Bowl, and if you don't get one, it's going to go down as a complete waste of time. That's the truth of it. Now, Aaron Rodgers has gone on to uh, Instagram, and he has said, the dawn is dark as always before the night. I will rise again, yada, yada, yada. I think he will. I think he's a competitor. I think he'll come back. But what does he look like when he comes back, Connor? That's my biggest question. An Achilles injury for a guy who's been largely mobile in the pocket, mobile outside of the pocket, makes some of his biggest plays outside of the pocket. Is he going to have to change his game when he comes back? We'll have to see. Here's what I know. they got to get that offensive line figured out before he comes back. They sure in the hell do. You are correct. The Chicago Bears. Matt Eberflus said it's possible, and now it's going to happen. Bears will make Chase Claypool, who they traded for last year to try to get Justin Fields some weapons, they're going to make him inactive. Healthy scratch. On the road with the Buccaneers this Sunday at noon. I have to be honest about what I saw from Chase Claypool on Sunday. It was shameful. Absolutely shameful. Two targets, no catches. And then his blocking. This is a six foot four, 225-pound man who is stronger than most of the DBs he's going against. He gave no effort on the edge in trying to block. I don't blame them for doing a healthy scratch. Chase Claypool, until you can give me the effort I need from you and not worry about getting the damn ball, first of all, catch the ball when I throw it to you. You had two targets, no catches. Until you can get yourself right and give me the effort I need on the outside and blocking and everything else, I don't want you on the field. We have Equinemius St. Brown who will at least give us some effort. He can block. He's a good run blocker. Until you can give that effort, Chase Claypool should be out of this lineup. I'm telling you, Connor, I went back and I watched that game, uh, the back view, everything else. Chase Claypool didn't even try. I don't know if he's mad at the front office, if he's mad at Justin Fields, if he's mad at his situation. But at least you can control the controllables. He didn't even do that. I, I Seriously, when I say shameful, I mean shameful. It was embarrassing. Just a lack of effort. You can't have that in the National Football League and expect to get big money and expect to play for a long time. Chase Claypool, when he was with the Steelers, we thought, okay, maybe, maybe he can become a a really solid receiver, maybe a wide receiver two, borderline wide receiver one when he first came into the league. Now I don't see it at all. And it's, it's, it's sad because the Bears gave up picks to go get him, and it looks like it'll be all for naught. I always have thought this, though, too, even when he was with the Steelers and you thought he could be solid. The thought of Chase Claypool, it always outweighs the actual reality of Chase Claypool. And that's what we're seeing with the Bears. The Dallas Cowboys. Um, Micah Parsons was on his podcast on Tuesday, The Edge with Micah Parsons. And uh, 
He did not speak highly of the Giants and their treatment of Daniel Jones. He said, it's called protecting your guy, something I thought the Giants should have done. I don't think Daniel Jones should have been in that game in the fourth quarter. I thought they should have protected him and pulled him out. Barring injury, their season would be over without Daniel Jones. I don't disagree with him in the slightest. They don't have backups that can really step in and do anything. Daniel Jones just got $35 million per year this offseason. They paid him over paying Saquon. If he goes out, you've just wasted $35 million per year on this guy for an extended contract. Um, I thought that on Sunday night. There was a time in that third going on the fourth quarter, it was 33 to nothing, and they're running quarterback powers with Daniel Jones and just letting the Cowboys go get their licks in. I like Brian Dayball as a coach. I thought that was a miss. I truly do. You should not have Daniel Jones in there in a blowout in the rain on that MetLife turf. I thought that was uh, bad. But I, I listen, I get there's some coaches out there that want to send a message. You got us into this mess. Our team is in this mess. We got to get you your reps. We got to make sure you can try to at least give some effort on the back and get us out of this mess. But it was 33 nothing. and you're running quarterback power. That's a little much there, Brian. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> I kind of felt like that. I mean, those when you there. have Micah Parsons being like, you know what, please take this dude out. Like, we've hit him too much. Yes. That's a problem. <laughs> That's a problem. When your opponent's like, I'm tired of hitting this guy. I feel bad for this guy. Right. That's an issue. The Tennessee Titans. Uh, not good here. Not good in the slightest. DeAndre Hopkins, who we were worried about going into his Titans debut. I thought he had an okay Titans debut, except Brian Tannehill was just miserable. He was horrible. Three picks, and they weren't good picks at all. Like, they weren't even, like, it was just bad efforts all around. DeAndre Hopkins was out of practice today due to an ankle injury. This is what happens when you sign 30-year-old wide receivers. They get nicked up week to week, especially in a physical game like they had. Defense was first last week. He's going to get nicked up. I hope this doesn't hold him out of games going forward, but we've already seen the past two years, whether it was a hamstring or a calf or a a situation like this with an ankle. DeAndre Hopkins has missed some games the past two years. You just hope that the Titans signed him and he can play for, you know, a majority of the games. And the fact that he has an ankle injury after week one in that game against the Saints, that's frustrating. That is not a good feeling for Titans fans. I can't imagine. No, not at all. Not at all, especially with, with what's going on with the quarterback position right now. It's been a uh, shaky start to the season, but hopefully they can bounce back against the Chargers. It's going to be a high scoring. The problem is when you play the Chargers, though, you got to put up points. No, it's but you know what does? I think they'll run the ball like crazy. I hope so. The Chargers, they I ho- should. Here's what I'll say. I hope that Derrick Henry gets more third down touches yeah. than, than, than Spears. Spears. I like him. I like Spears, fan of him. Give the ball to Derrick Henry. Yeah. But I do also think you would think a little differently about that if Ryan Tannehill just hits that one wheel route down the sideline to TJ Spears. Or I mean, Chig. He was there. He was Chig wide was open. wide open. Yeah, that's true. He was in stride, too. That would have been a touchdown. It was um, a touchdown. But Derrick Henry should have a big game. The one concern, you just coming off a three-pick performance from Ryan Tannehill. Chargers secondary is not bad. Like, I just don't want him to throw especially if DeAndre Hopkins gets held out this week. I don't want him to throw it into harm's way again. You have J.C. Jackson on one side, Asante Samuel Jr. on the other side. Derwin James is still roaming around back there. I don't want them to put the ball in the air more than they have to this Tough week. spot when, when the analysis for your football team is, yeah, the quarterback probably shouldn't throw. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's tough. Tough beat. Tough scene. Tough scene. There's only one place in town that gives you option after option when it comes to spirits, and that's old Dominic Distillery. Gin, vodka, their famous toddy, which is now repackaged. Whiskey. I'll tell you a little bit more about the single barrel whiskey here in just a second. But they also have bourbon now. Their newly released bourbon line is ready and available. Four bottles, including cast strength, two separate cast strengths. 
one four-year, one five-year. Um, and they have bottled and bond. They're all available in the area. Get your hands on a bottle as soon as possible. They always take care of you at Old Dominic, and that's all the more reason to go down to that beautiful state-of-the-art distillery at 305 South Front Street and check out what makes them so special. You can grab a drink at the bar. You can join them for a tour and tasting, which you can book at olddominic.com. And also check out all of their great products. But mark your calendars because next Saturday, next Saturday, or this Saturday, I should say, September 16th, they will be releasing their second Old Dominic single barrel Tennessee whiskey. I got my hand on the first one. It is gorgeous. It is so good. It's beautiful. But make sure you get there at noon. You're going to have to line up. They have limited quantities of that single-barrel Tennessee whiskey. Um, But here are the rules. Two bottles per person, no holds or pre-sales. They have limited quantities available, so get there early because you could get left out if you're in the back of the line. $80 plus tax. It's a distillery release only, so you have to get to 305 South Front Street if you want to get your hands on a bottle of that old Dominic single-barrel Tennessee whiskey. Old Dom Distillery, come say hi. Small talk is on the way right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. John is not a sponsor of this event. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now. It's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Coon Show. And Small Talk is brought to you by the Memphis Touchdown Club. Alyssa Lang coming up this uh, coming Monday. Uh, in the eight-part speaker series for the fall for the Memphis Touchdown Club. You need tickets. You need information. It's all at Hilton Memphis. Go to memphistdclub.com. Now, uh, the FedEx Forum announced just an hour ago that Adam Sandler's coming to Memphis here relatively soon, November 16th for the I Missed You Tour at FedEx Forum. Uh, I Can I be completely honest? And this is just a full Tread lightly. Tread lightly. No, 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 no. It, it has nothing to – I have not really watched Adam Sandler stand up in a, in a big oh. way. That that's it's very is, good. Is it? I mean, is is it? Yeah, is it really it's very good. Okay. The, the one that's on. Uh, well, here's what I'll say: if you have the history with that, you have to be like an Adam Sandler fan because yeah, it's a lot of I references. Mean, I am, and, but it's more movie related than it is any stand up he's done. Well, it's it, a lot of it has to do with his old SNL stuff. Like he brings okay. back a few bits. He talks about Chris Farley, all of that stuff. I very, very much enjoyed the the Netflix special that came out. And if, if I'm able to go to this show, I will be there. It's the day after my birthday. How about that? Are you going to go? If I can. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Tickets. Uh, sign up for pre-sale right now. FedExForum.com. Mm. If only I knew somebody that worked there. Yeah. Huh. Oh, wait. I'm married to her. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well done. Well done. But also, um, Adam Sandler will be coming in uh, November 16th. But this weekend, well, Friday in particular, we have a just a goat. Among goats, and I know there's. I have a. I have a uh, uncle who is a chef who like acts like he uh, doesn't necessarily respect this guy and his food and his restaurants, but it is what it is. Guy Fieri is going to be here on Friday uh, at Buster's Liquor, South Highland Street, uh, 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. That'll be fun. You will uh, visitors will be able to buy a signed bottle of Santo Tequila and get a photo with Guy Fieri. I guess he's launching a brand of tequila. I'm a big Guy Fieri fan, man. I'm sorry. It's hard not to be. I enjoy people who are um, not ashamed to be themselves. Yes. And that is that is Guy Fieri. And I like when it comes to being a likable person, how can you not like this guy? He's given free pub for how long has Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives been, been going? I have no idea. A long time. But he's been giving free pub to all of these small businesses for going on 10 to 15 years. Like that in my in my opinion is just like that is on, on a moral scale that is about as good as it gets. And I can't I cannot disrespect Guy Fieri in the slightest for that. Are you a big uh food show guy? Uh 
fiance is, so I kind of am in in uh, like Wednesday is uh, guys grocery games night. What is that? Guys, guys groceries, groceries yeah, games night. What is on, that? It's on Food Network. What is it? They have a marathon, and they go guys grocery games is basically they have four contestants. They go up against each other, and they have these different games they play. Like you know, ten items or less, or you have a, a, a budget, and you have to, or you can only have ingredients that start with the letter B, and you have to create these dishes based on what he's saying. Oh, you have a fine dining dinner that you ten items or less. And you have to go create it in the kitchen in 30 minutes. Oh, very cool. And then you move through the rounds. So, yeah, Wednesday nights in my in my house is Guy's Grocery Games nights for the fiancé. Y'all yeah. should check I out. I get it uh, every other night. Y'all should check out a movie called Chef, John Favreau. Okay. It's about uh, he goes on a food truck and he goes around. And I think Guy Fieri might have an appearance in it. He may be in the movie. I can't 100% remember, but very, very good movie. It's about cooking. I think it'd be up your <laughs> It's and it will make you want to eat a cu- cubano immediately. Yes. Like, oh my god, a Cuban sandwich. Yes. I I I I am a big Cuban guy. I will mess up a Cuban. What's the best Cuban in town? So the best Cuban in town used to be at Miss Cordelia's downtown in yes, Harbortown. Yes. When I used to live in Harbortown, I would get a Cuban once a week. Right. And then they got rid of it, and I've never forgiven them. I've never forgiven them. I don't live down there one? anymore. Is there another good one? In town? I've been on the search. I've been on the search. So if you, if anybody knows of a good Cuban I've in the had city, the please one let at me Venice know. Venice Kitchen, and it's, it's okay. The one at Huey's is fine. It's it's just it's okay. It's just when you go to Huey's, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to get a Cuban. So if anybody knows of a Cuban in the city that can knock me out, please let me know. Please let me know. Please let me know. At G underscore Coon seventy one. I almost got violent with Miss Cordelia's when they when they took it off the menu. They have, they had some good they still have some good subs down there though. Love me some Cordelia's. I'm just not down there anymore. Yeah, I miss living down there. Yeah, but Guy Fieri, are we going to show up on Friday? Should me and you show up? <laughs> a picture with yeah, Guy. Absolutely. <laughs> Spiky hair is on the loose. You got a fire shirt, a balding fire shirt. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And I, I I did try to watch with my fiance the bear. She gets too stressed out by it though. I understand. I that. have heard that like people that have worked in kitchens in the past cannot watch the bear. Well, they said it just, it's the most accurate. It's the it's most accurate, accurate representation. But it freaks them out. Yeah. Like PTSD. I bet it dies. Yeah. That Christmas episode or Thanksgiving or whatever it was. Yeah. I had to pause it like five times and walk away a few times. My family's nothing like that. <laughs> your thank heart, God. Your heart rate. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I was about to have a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope no one's family's out there is, is quite like that. We don't need we don't need a. Uh, a uh, sedan being driven into the dining room. I'm sure it happens. <laughs> I hope not often. I've never heard of it. I mean, there have been a lot of cars going through buildings recently in the news. <laughs> yeah, I got gotcha. you. Now we have one hour left in the show. We're going to use it wisely and we're going to start with uh, my guy who joins every single Wednesday, Ty Richardson, talk some college football, some SEC. That's next, 92.9 FM ESPN. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Get AutoZone. AutoZone is more than a parts store. It's where we help you solve problems. Problems like, sorry I'm late, my battery died. And I need a jump again. At America's number one battery destination, you can find the right battery at the right price with options starting at only $89.99. And we offer free battery testing and charging whenever you need it. Get the parts and help you need to get the job done right at AutoZone. Get in AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Hun, we need to stop putting off getting life insurance. I know. It's just been so busy. And I'm sure the cost is out of our budget. Well, Jen told me that they got a $500,000 term life insurance policy from Ethos for less than $23 a month. All online with no complicated forms and no medical exam. All they had to do was answer a few health questions. Wait, no medical exam and all online? I know, right? It's not easy to think about, but if something happened to you, James and I would be... Okay. 
I get it. Let's get a quote from Ethos right now. Wow, you were right. There's no medical exam. And Ethos makes the whole online process fast and easy. And look at these rates and coverage options. It's great protection and totally fits our budget. Ethos. They've removed all the barriers from getting coverage. Go to checkethos.com to get your free online quote. That's checkethos.com. Quote based on a healthy, non-smoking 30-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. LiftMaster's MyQ technology alerts you if you forgot to close your garage door and lets you close it from anywhere, anytime with built-in Wi-Fi. It also has battery backup, so you can get in your garage even when the power's out. DoorPro's an authorized dealer of LiftMaster. LiftMaster offers a range of remote controls and LiftMaster openers. Family owned and operated since 1992. Call 901-DOORPRO or 901-366-7776 or visit DoorProInc.com. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellis, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, straight lines seem wavy, like when looking at a doorframe. For others, blurry or missing spots can make it hard to read or see loved ones' faces. Many have trouble seeing in low light, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you've been diagnosed with AMD and notice vision changes, don't wait. Talk to your eye doctor about GA today. Learn more at gawontwait.com. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.